All right, y'all. Welcome back to the the cut coat. And we're back to this being awesome. right. Okay. Anyway, we'll get it. We need to get something to like play automatically first. <laughs> we need to record sound effect. Yeah, we need to record this shit over and over and be have all these damn bad takes for that. But either way, y'all know who the fuck it is. It's your girl Free and Lee. And today we're talking about something very personal. Yes, so I have an announcement to make. You know, me and Free, we met at work, um, and she knows that I have been super unhappy at my job. I worked there for six years, uh, basically call center, customer service, and I finally quit. Yay! Yay! I quit that bitch because I was going to jump out the window at some point. So I didn't have to do that. So today's episode, we're going to be just talking about why you should quit your fucking job. Why you should quit your fucking job and how to do it. So um, the first thing about quitting my job is that I had to take time off to to even get to understand that I was I couldn't come back. Like I took a week off. And it was like the greatest week of my life because I just had my time back. You know, I was able to go back, work out. I was able to, you know, I do have a businesses going on and stuff and like was selling my book. So I was able to kind of refocus my energy on that. And then I came up with an idea. Uh, actually, I was going back into work and I was like, I don't have to do this anymore. I don't have to do this anymore. If I can get women to get on board with with what I'm trying to do, which is trying to help them with their businesses, then I don't have to come back. And so I made the decision. October 18th was my last day at my job. I'm so proud of you. Thank Number you. one, because I feel like you can be a lot less miserable. <laughs> and because I can't stand a miserable ass bitch who always complains. Like, bitch, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. Like, I really feel like people have to take like she said, you got to take some time. You got to take those mental health days. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're working for corporate America and you have the time to take off. Now, mm-hmm. I know this, you know, for a lot of average people, you you feel like you're you doing what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got kids, you got bills, you got, and all that shit don't stop just because of your dreams. Mm-hmm. But I'm a strong, I'm a firm believer that, like, whatever you believe in that you want to do, do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if you work from 10 to 6, 9 to 5, whatever, like, you still got a whole day to work on your dreams. Mm-hmm. If you don't quit your job and, you you know, it's something that you want to do, I feel like that job should be financing that dream. So, yes. that's what I do. So, I haven't quit my job. However, when I'm there, I'm usually doing things for myself while I'm there. Mm-hmm. So my whole, you know, the law school stuff, I've done submitted my applications at work on a free, mm-hmm. nice, lovely working computer. <laughs> you know, I've Fast done my internet. personal statement at work. I've studied. studied at work when I was studying for my LSAT. I've written some of my best shit. This song that's playing in the back, <laughs> I wrote that shit at work. From after talking to one of our customers on the phone, he gave me some some ideas, and I said, "So, like, my thing is, if you have any kind of downtime on your break, your lunch, your lunch break, 
whatever, like you should be working on your goal and focusing on you if you decide that you're not going to quit your job right now. Yeah. At mm-hmm. least use that shit because all they're doing is using you as a resource for yeah. them to be rich. So yeah. why not take the shit that they offer you? If your job offer any type of um what do they call it? Tuition, Tuition reimbursement. Continue education. They- all that shit. Use the every single last fucking bit of it. You hear me? Yeah, they print a paper. Trust me. So I'm I'm so proud of you. Thank so you. So what's next? So um and to your point, I wrote I was able to quit my job because I wrote my book. Uh, and I wrote my book at work. <laughs> speaking of that, where's my book? I have it. Okay, thank okay. you. So I wrote that shit at work. I even started writing the second book at work. And I, guess I, what I was doing? Proofreading that shit at work for her. <laughs> at work. <laughs> on the clock. Okay. Who says we gotta be and starving artists? Into what she was talking about. Right. So uh, what I would suggest people do is um, they create some sort of product, you know, whether it's a book, an online course or a CD or something, but create something that you can sell over and over and over again. You don't have to show up to nobody's place and, and do anything. You can just reprint whatever you do and, and sell it. So at the beginning of the year, I did a GoFundMe for because I had pretty much written the book, but it was certain things I needed to finish doing. Like that I didn't want to wait every two weeks to get paid to put towards finishing my book. So I did a GoFundMe and I I put a thousand dollars I needed and I was able to raise that money and, and go ahead and get the book created. Not only did I get the book created, but I also started to have um, my a networking event, which allowed me to promote the book, even though it wasn't quite yet done. And from the networking event, I created a, a mastermind group where I would meet up with different entrepreneurs and we would just discuss their goals. So basically what I was doing, I was creating multiple streams of income rather than just having the one from the job. Mm-hmm. And also you were using, again, and I'm speaking from a person who hasn't quit my job yet. So I'm just going to speak from that perspective because that's what I know. But also from a person who may mm-hmm. at some point, because once I start to get my shit together too, well, I don't necessarily need it. Mm-hmm. But what? But while I'm there, I'm going to use the resource. So what you were doing also was building a network group. Mm-hmm. So think about this podcast. Right. We met at work. So instead of you sitting there always being so fucking angry because you have to work and miserable and thinking that everybody hates you because they probably do because of your attitude, not because they just hate you, but because you come in, you nasty, have nasty ass energy. Mm-hmm. How about you actually talk to people? Say good morning. Say hi. Find out Ask what they people do. How, you, how they're doing. And you will find that there are a lot of brilliant ass people. So I used to be the type of person, and I still kind of am, I'm very... I'm not really that social. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean I don't consciously mean to be an asshole. <laughs> I'm a person who I will say good morning, you know, hey, how are you doing? I'll give you a smile. But in terms of just speaking, like you know, having small talk or whatever, like I don't really feel comfortable initiating it. Like it's, I think it's more of a comfortability thing for me, and also a conscious thing like I don't I have to actually consciously say I'm gonna go in here and talk to people and network today mm-hmm. you know you know what I mean yeah 
So Leo, you're tell an you, introvert. Yeah, exactly. So Leo, tell you like when I first came to work there, like I was just in my own bubble. I mean, I felt like I was, you know, pleasant enough, but. I was just kind of at, at my own desk and, you know, I didn't really, I, I literally would go to work and there might be a fucking potluck and I won't know. I come out, oh, we have food there? Yeah, we was talking about it like for two months now. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I didn't hear you. You know, I'm just like that person. I'm in right. my own bubble. But when I started, at, and then I used to be mad because I'm like, people used to be asking me like, why don't you come over here with us? Why don't you come sit with the team? And I'm like, the fuck they want me to come sit over here? I'm like, the fuck these weird ass people? You know, I would be upset like, okay, whatever. But when I start actually sitting close to people and then you kind of have no choice but to talk because they're going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, like I met like a lot of brilliant ass people where we work like two of which well shit not even two like a lot of which i've done things with outside of work now like business wise Mm -hmm. or i I got one guy who's actually on the album finally free he raps you know what i'm saying we got other songs in the chamber we ain't even released yet um this bitch we got the the podcast this bitch you know i got other friend who has her own and they don't they don't make you money right and also a lot of these people are no longer there so it's Mm -hmm. like it inspires me because it's like these are these are creative people these are um innovative people and you know i still have these relationships with them and you know i feel like i've they they can they're people that can um you know market some of the shit that i'm that you're doing, doing yeah they come support me they buy tickets they repost or whatever and i do the same thing for them so if i'd have just sit in my corner for the last three years like i did for the first year i wouldn't have been able to have these relationships with these people mm-hmm. you know that i have now so i think that's another thing that you do because a lot of the stuff that you're mentioning like your book or your mastermind group a lot of the people that we work with or have, have come, you, yeah. Know. So that is your networking group, you know. If you your co-worker every day, shit, you might as well network because here you might not have time to network anywhere, anywhere else. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? So use those people that you know that's there to that will support you. And even from me moving positions now, like I have a team of people, and it's like a lot of black women where we work. And us, you'll be surprised. Like we have this stigma of like black women. Oh, we don't want to support you, but like. The team that I'm on now is like they just gonna automatically support you just because mm-hmm. you're black and a woman and you on a team. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I wanna know. Like, they'll get mad at you for not telling them what you got going on. You know what I'm right. saying? So, like, that's kind of what's helped boost us to over those hundred streams. And it's made me more comfortable speaking because it's like they wanna know what's going on mm-hmm. with me. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. sat on the last team and nobody knew I song for like two years. Mm-hmm. Everybody on my new team knows I sing. Yeah. Everybody. That's you know awesome. what I'm saying? So shit, so they you, was watching videos at work. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason not to utilize the people that you work with um to help you not work there no more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, so I mean, like you said, using their computers, their internet, they employees, all of that is 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 that's going to help you get to where you want to go so i have a quick segue under this topic um comes from a personal conversation i was having with one of my older cousins and i'm like very proud of her um she's like 50 or whatever and she's like 
she quit her job uh, that she had been working on for like 30 some longer than we've been alive. Damn. Um, she quit it like last year. And um, she's just now getting back to like, okay, I want to go ahead and, you know, look for a job now. And she had like a job interview or whatever. And she's like, now, I mean, of course, it's, it's probably a little bit lower than what she's used to making, but she's at a point where she's like, I don't really need the money. I just want something to, ha- you know, make me happy. You know, she was saying that she would, she used to just pull up to work and just call out. Damn. Like, I can't do this no more. You know what I mean? And she was explaining to me, like, you know, she came from a generation of that's what you did. You stayed in your job. You stayed in your marriage. You stayed in whatever you started, you know, committed to. You stayed in that shit. Whether you don't nobody care if you was happy or not. You stuck with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because that was stability. And um, we were talking to, we was talking, it was me, her, and my mom. And my mom is like 62. So she's like in a, I mean, they're both older than me, but they're still kind of like in two different generations. And so my mom was kind of like, well, I get that. But I still feel like, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, well, because I was even telling her, like, you know, it's stuff you could do. You could have been doing all the time. You've been not job hunting. Like, she, I remember she used to do resumes for me. And, like, you could charge for those things, like, sitting right at home chilling and then I was trying to tell my mom certain things because my mom and my aunts like catered my last event and they they pretty much catered everything that I have you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying and people be getting fucked up they do the they do the bar they do the whole thing and Lee has seen it it looks nice like you can't you know it looks, yeah, very, it looks professional. very professional and it's like y'all could be making money off that but then it's like for my mom it's like she'll make like a lot of excuses like oh well I don't drive or I don't do this so I need to. and it's like if you could call me and ask me to drive you to the store go to grocery shopping you can call me and drive me to you know ask me to drive you to an event so you can cater somebody like I would love to get out of bed to do that for you yeah. you know what I'm saying so I just feel like it's a lot of excuses but to the to my cousin point like she really has shown me like it's cool to like start over like mm-hmm. you know like you can don't be afraid to like start over mm-hmm. just cause you may not know you know what you want to do right now you might not have all of the your ducks in a row like yeah. Lee. You know what I'm saying? Lee just no, but I <laughs> but I did I didn't have mine in a row either. So that's why to your point of excuses, it's like it's probably I probably have a million excuses why I shouldn't quit my job. But I I feel like my happiness was the only one that mattered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because. I, I just got to the point where, you know, I'd rather be sleeping in my car on the side of the road <laughs> than, than go back to that job. And I think when you just get fed up, you can't nobody tell you nothing mm-hmm. to, to keep you from it because you just like, I you know, I'm not living. You know, I'm alive, but I'm not living and I, I just can't do it no more. Exactly. And, so, and I mean, I also, you know, that word stability, like stay there. Stability to me means stuck. Mm. It's complacency. Why? Okay, explain what you mean. Because it's like, you mean to tell me I'm going to sell you my gifts for, I mean, not even a fucking fraction of what my gifts are worth. Mm -hmm. Just to have some stability. And your stability is not stable if you're living check to check, if you're broke. You're miserable. And if you're working and for someone if else. You die, they're gonna replace you with someone else. <laughs> they are to me, that's not 
stable or even if you don't die if you just they could come fire in you today two three times like that's not stable you especially in, we talking about they could fire you this at a lot of these states is at will too should they just fire you because they don't like your hair you know color today yeah and that's you, not and stability. you think you, you stand sticking around and you done gave your whole life can you imagine 30 years mm-hmm. 30 40 some years and then on top of that what I'm seeing now is like with my mom, she was so excited about turning 62. I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at like 59, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to help you. We're going to look it up and make sure that you don't have to. Do but now it's like, I might as well keep working. Because mm-hmm. the money the government going to give me to retire. Ain't shit. It's not shit. So it's like, like you get gasped about and even like the people you know they think okay well i'm gonna put my money in the 401k and i'm gonna lose it but it's like you can't even take the money out i mean you can they're gonna tax the fuck out of you like you mean to me you gonna tax me and charge for me my interest money. and penalties for my fucking money and enough to um i recommend because that is also how i am able to survive is my 401k because someone else who might tell me will just leave in there till you 65 i'm like shit i don't know if you i'm gonna be alive till 65 so I might as well take that money now, invest it, flip it, you know what I'm saying, double it in, instead of just holding on and hoping, you know, when I know I'm alive today, I'm mm-hmm. going to use that money today. And and that's how that's another way. If you like, well, I don't have the money to quit and I don't know how it's going to work out. No, you have money. If you have a 401k or IRA or something like that, you have that money. You have the option to withdraw it. Um, once you uh, leave a place of employment. So that's one way to sustain yourself. There's also all these little things people do like Uber, Lyft, Mm -hmm. Uber Eats, DoorDash, Postmates, all these things that can help keep you afloat. But really you need to start your own business. You probably already have a business that you've been working on and you just need to grind it out. Like tomorrow I'm interviewing people, you know what I'm saying? Like bullshit. I'm I'm interviewing people to come work for me and to help grow my business because I know I'm not going to grow, you know, all by myself you know so like ever since i quit last week i've been in hustle mode you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so and you got more time to, and you and it's also it makes you hungrier because yeah. you don't have no choice but you don't have no choice or you're not gonna eat you're not gonna eat and you damn sure be like i don't want to go back to this motherfucker like they'll probably hire me <laughs> but it's like you know you start to think like that like i don't i don't want to have to go back here. i can't i feel like i can't go back exactly i done had i done tasted freedom i feel like harriet you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i done hit the, the promised land understand like we not shitting on like so, so some people that nine to five that might be they love it for you right like for me i love where we work Mm-hmm. I know I'm not necessarily a nine to five person, but because of the resources, I love where we work. You fucking love, and it. we don't really do shit too, which I love that because I feel like I don't really have to work that hard. Because if I had to work hard now, I wouldn't look. And between year zero and four, that's where I was at too. Yeah. I love that shit. But <clears throat> then you start. But then when you start wanting something more, like you start feeling unfulfilled. Like I remember my my cousin used to be like. I'm so proud. He'd be like, he get drunk and he'd be like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, the fuck is you proud of me for? He like, the fact that you don't think I should be proud of you, that's why I'm proud of you. And uh-huh. I'm just like, just do it. You, you saying to. it because we got so many 
people around us that don't do shit. They feel like, you know, we supposed to they po- we supposed to get them shit because they don't want to work. They don't want to do nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's why he proud him because it's like you 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 taking care of your business, you working, you do, and you don't ask for shit. But my thing is, I'm not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I got to like a place where I felt like, and it had nothing to do with the job. If it had something to do with me, like I'm not living in my purpose. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here on this job again. Don't nobody know that I sing, that I I can write, I can do X, Y, and Z. You know, I, I don't talk to them, so they don't know that I have these type of opinions that I could put on a podcast. And, you know, people can be like, oh, damn, I fuck with it. Like, I ain't think about it. Like, if you, don't, if you don't talk to people, they don't know. You know what I'm saying? They can't yeah. know. What I had to learn, and that's what I was telling my mom and my cousin when I was talking to them, like, I had to learn, can't nobody do what I can do. I'm the only me. So when we start to value ourselves, then you'll start to look at that job like, damn, like, maybe. I mean, again, it still might be something for you. I'm not saying everybody just go and start a business. That's not how a capitalist society works anyway. Right. Everybody's not going to be this, you know, CEO or whatever. You do have to have some working class within the society that we live in. Yes. But... And also, when we start our own businesses, we want y'all, the conversation going to be different because we're going to be selling y'all to come work <laughs> for us. So I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying if you're going to be there, at least be happy and know your value is not the $9 that you're making an hour. Yeah. Like your hour, in that hour, you could have done, in, in an hour, we've done what, three podcasts yeah. already? Two, yeah. Three we've recorded. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's the value of my hour. Right. And I'm having fun doing this shit and I can express myself. I don't have to, you know, be politically correct. I don't have to cold switch and talk like this. Oh, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> and I don't have to call. wait on that check next two weeks. I exactly. got paid. I got paid today. I didn't do shit. I, exactly. I was just supposed to be getting paid from a client. So it's like when I when I did that GoFundMe. I started getting deposits every day Mm -hmm. and it changed my thought process and like, well, damn, I don't have to wait every two weeks to get paid. I can get paid every day if Mm -hmm. I want to. So how do I figure out how to do that Mm -hmm. instead of how do I get more money from this job? And to your point of networking, like if I had not networked with Lee when it came to, uh, to recording my album, she was the one like shit. I just, you know, shit. Basically, she like I just was asking you money for the uh go fund me for the book <laughs> shit. Why don't you do that for the album? Like you don't have to be paying your studio. And that's what got me. Like I'm like, oh shit. Like because I had been paying my own little studio fees or whatever, and I already knew that I was gonna put the album out for free. And she was like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like really, a lot of people was asking me like, why? Why was? You? And then when I put it out, they like, oh, how can I buy this? But I didn't put it out. You know what I'm saying? The buy. So I'm like, well. I mean, I don't know. Well, donate to this GoFundMe. And I got a lot of support from people I hadn't even talked to Mm. in years. You know what I'm saying? Breaking bread. Because people, you know, if you focus always on being miserable or somebody hating on you or somebody don't like you, Mm. that's what you're going to get. But if you just send it out, you know, you'll be surprised that I'm like, when we had that showcase, I was shocked at like, it was packed. It was packed. I was like, what the fuck? Who like, Beyonce was in there. You know what I'm saying? Like- I was so... <laughs> because I, sometimes I do stuff and I don't... Like, I just do it. I don't think about what's going to come back from it. Like, or, mm-hmm. you know, I might be like, I'm going to do this showcase. I'm going to sell 20 tickets. But I sell myself short. I'm like, only probably five or ten going to come. 
Yeah. And then when 30 come, I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I don't be thinking about it. Cause you thinking like, oh, okay, well, just Lee gonna come. But no, Lee gonna come and she gonna bring this person and that person. Mm-hmm. And then they gonna start fucking with you too. And then they gonna become your fans, not just at this event, but they gonna be like, okay, when's the when's next, the next one? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think this is a good place. Again, I'm pretty proud of you. Thank um, you. I think it's inspiring. You know, like I think it's so many people out there that want to quit. And you know, even if you like I say, if you're a worker bee, that's fine. But if you're gonna be working a job, make sure it's something that you like doing at least. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to bring up what you had said earlier about how nobody can live in your purpose for you. Exactly. Nobody is gonna give you shit. Nobody is going to say, hey, Ashley, you want to quit your job and and make three times as much money doing your own business? Mm -hmm. Nobody is going to say that. You have to stick up for yourself and you have to say, you know what? I can do it. Mm -hmm. I can do it. And and the reason I can do it is because God got me. God got me. Not this job, this check, this nigga. God got me. He going to make sure I'm straight regardless. And I'm going to work for it, too. And I'm going to get my so ass up and work Christians for it. Look, that's going to be another episode. <laughs> that need to be the next episode. Some, uh, God got me, but y'all ain't doing no damn work. Work without faith. Is, faith without works is dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure we add that part. Add that. Ashley. But, but also, that, Ashley. But that is so important that I wouldn't have been able to do this without my faith in God because I would ask people or I would ask people I I value their opinion. They be like, girl, don't quit your job. You know what? Don't <laughs> that's another thing. And you know who told me that shit at the beginning of this year? Do you remember telling me it's like I'm not listening to because I was talking mm-hmm. to you one morning and she was like, I'm not, I'm not listening to you. Like this ain't got nothing to do about, you know, how we gonna get a bag or nothing. And I think I was just telling her some personal shit. She was just like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> listening to nobody. And I fuck with that cuz I'm like, shit, I like an honest motherfucker. And I also enjoy a cunt you know what i'm saying so i didn't you know i didn't take offense to it but so at first i was like you know whatever this bitch i was calling her like the black donald trump because she <laughs> has she's a fucking sociopath and i think the shit be funny but the more i'm like toward the end of my year i'm like you know what i'm not listening to nobody i'm only listening to people who are better than me. Who have done what the fuck I'm trying to do. Exactly. Like who who can who can feed something into me that I feel like so that might mean you need to not listen to your mama, your daddy, your dude about that, your bestie, your pastor. You know what I'm saying? Because also look at it like this. If you're trying to be a billionaire, why the fuck are you taking advice from motherfuckers that make twenty thousand dollars a year? <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. That's just facts. Like, yeah, that's true. you can't tell me how to make a billion dollars. Okay. Because before you tell me how to make a billion dollars, I want you to take your own advice. Let me see how you actually put in the work to make a billion dollars, and then I'll come back. Because a billionaire not going to tell you you can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because he a fucking did. going to tell you to take risks. Yeah. Period. So also, and then too, this is what I did too. Um, at like the beginning of my year, I cleared out my social media, right? So I'm like, since I'm a dick, like I guess I'm a dick to it or whatever, I'm gonna be on there. Let me feel, let me unfollow a lot of this bullshit. Yeah, you know, I do still follow the shade room bottom alert and all that. I do. Some Rose media takeout. Yeah, well, I don't do no. <laughs> now nah, you, you doing too? Now you need to stop following this. What, shit. what does it call it? 
the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my husband said that's his, that's his daily bread. He read that shit like the daily bread at some point. But either way, like, you know, I started following people like Gary V. And um, you know, Oprah even and just like Tyler Perry and people, you know, just just with people, inspirational, inspirational people that I just want I feel like I need to see every morning. You know, I'm still kind of fit filtering it off because I had a lot of bullshit. But I have those, you know, those um posts that come up and they're talking about it's this um, one lady I wish I could remember her name, but she will literally post every single day and give you like ideas on how to invest or how to start your own business and all kind of stuff. The six-figure chick? I follow her too, oh, but it's another her. lady that yeah. starts with the cast on that Instagram actually tried to they was taking down a lot of her shit. Because she cat she catered to the black community. Like mm-hmm. this is how black people need to do such such and they was taking shit down like what the fuck she ain't violating no community guidelines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Except for being black and trying that's, to uplift I was about to say that's it. But that's a whole other episode. <laughs> but um yeah like you like start with that. Like if you're gonna be on um, you know, whatever you're doing per day, you know, if you're gonna be on Facebook or you know, Instagram, start filtering that shit out because honestly, what you start seeing is what you'll start to think. And when you start thinking like that, that's what you'll start to do. Yeah, and you know what I mean? Results will be some bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> so just start with the small things. Like I say, I'm I'm a person who, you know, I don't feel as free to just quit, you know, my job and I like my job anyway, so it's not. I don't feel miserable enough yet to Good. try to quit my job. Good. You'll I mean, be there. I, yeah, <laughs> I feel like at some point I probably. I think with the last job that we worked together, I was starting to feel like, and before uh, I started to feel like that, I quickly moved the fuck over yeah. to give me a new environment. You know what I'm saying? A new yeah. atmosphere. So right now, I'm still kind of new within, you know, my promotional air quote position. So I don't feel that way right well, now. Well, let me just say this, too, one more time. If you go to my website, www.badgirlbasics.com, and contact me through there, I can help other women who are thinking about quitting their job. I can help you figure out a plan to do that. Yes. So we're going to end it right here, y'all. You know, good luck and, and blessings and just just be free, shit. That's all I like to say. Be free. All right. Bye. Bye.
junk I was done and realized what I had done I was dead inside I was broken and I cried all the time Wonder why I would lie straight to myself I would look in the mirror And wish I was someone else But I found love It's inside of me and I know it now I am all I need I am beautiful And I am free From your bullshit I changed my mind